You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com or click the link in the description of this episode and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks. Builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. All right, please enjoy this conversation. Hey, what do you know? Two of our guests are a part of the Broadway Podcast Network. They are hosts on Broad Wasted. They are built for the stage fam. I'll just get to the intro right now. We have... Kevin, the Jagermeister, Jagerbomb, Jager. That's me. <laughs> and we have Kimberly Schmidt. I have nicknames for her. They're all good and whatnot. <laughs> Nothing inappropriate, but I just respect her so much more than Kevin. I so. understand that. <laughs> so I require that. We yeah. get yeah. that a lot. So we'll leave we'll leave the the nicknames out for now until maybe episode. Uh, <laughs> Too, when we bring you guys back yeah, on. Welcome you. to the podcast. <laughs> Thank Hi. you. Thanks for having us. So as always, excited to have guests on and just chat and get to know you guys a little bit more. Um, but on a different level, having you guys as fam in Built for the Stage uh, has been really rewarding for me personally, um, just seeing your journey already um, for both of you. And uh, a fan of your podcast, once again, it's Broad Wasted. You can Check them out on um, broadwaypodcastnetwork.com uh, um, or you can go to their individual Instagrams, uh, Jager Kev. So we got J-A-E-G-E-R. Yeah, switch Kev. it up. Okay. <laughs> then we got Kimber Coops. That's me. K-I-M-B-E-R-C-O-O-P-S. The, the maiden name sneak in right there. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> um, and then what's Broad Wasted, guys? Oh, it's at, it's at Broad, Broad Wasted. Wasted. So it's Broadway with an S-T-E-D at the end, Broad Wasted. It is. And uh, yeah, they drink some alcoholic beverages and talk to mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. guests about tons of stuff. They play games, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, they do like impromptu um, harmonizing as, <laughs> as well. It doesn't always work out, but we try. It doesn't ever work out. <laughs> We're like, that was a tritone. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> 
pulled that out before, but yeah, I know we never thought we about that. You're like, yeah, it kind of works. There's like random moments when it's perfect, mm-hmm. and we like all look around, like, did that just happen? Yeah, did yeah. Do we stop now? Or are we done? Yeah. At first, I thought all you guys did was like you do this like zoo, 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 or whatever it yeah. is, and I was like, okay, that's their thing. Like they've rehearsed it and they just do that all the time. But no, like I was listening to maybe you just posted a Jeremy Jordan one again recently or someone posted it or maybe it's someone might have shared it around yeah. or it's listened to a ton so it's it, up at the top that could be it That's there you go shout out Jeremy Jordan drink, <laughs> drinking a coke and rum I think it was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that sounds but correct. anyways in the middle of the interview y'all were just like ad lib harmonizing just just flowing with yeah, it just what you do when you're you a nerdy remember. theater kid <laughs> yeah okay well speaking of nerdy theater kids right and this whole broad wasted thing mm-hmm. you you guys have something impressive going on in the sense that every monday you have an episode right every tuesday, tuesday. sorry every tuesday okay so weekly is what yeah. i'm getting at you put out an episode. How long is your streak right now for putting out? Um, we started in May 2016. And we haven't missed a week. Okay. So, yeah, we've I put don't know a, how many weeks that's that like is. That's over, like over, is that three years at this point? Like three plus years? Yeah, it'll be four in May. Almost four, yeah. All right, so I bring this up on purpose, actually, not just to be like, wow, that's amazing, great job. <laughs> <laughs> Which it is. Wow, thank you, that's thank amazing, you. great yeah. job. Um, but... This is a, a fitness podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And I want to kind of parallel this journey you've had because on my end of it, I'm I'm uh, episode right now when it's released with you. Maybe I'm in like the 50s or 60s. I can't remember. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but not three to four years. And I'm like, that's impossible. Like, uh, actually, my streak's already been broken. I did a season one and two. I already stopped. Like, right. I don't you even, are smart. <laughs> I don't we even. I don't even have that streak. You know, it's it's done already. <laughs> so on my end, I'm like, oh, it's impossible. No way. And now maybe I'm wrong, or you have the answer. Obviously, have all three of you been present for all those? No, we have not. Okay, okay, okay. Brian so, has. Brian has been on every episode. Except right. this one with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'll, I'll add that it was on his side that he, he, he yes. said. Yes, he wasn't able to come tonight. He wasn't able to come. I put out the invite to him. Next time, we're going to get you on here, Brian, all right? Um, but how did you do it? How are you, how are you doing it? Um, I think a big part of it is just being really good about scheduling. Uh, we tend to record in like big chunks so, we'll, like, for example, this January, we're recording uh, five episodes, six episodes, six. I don't know. I think we're recording six episodes. Kevin does in the ju- schedule. I do. So we re- <laughs> I show up. We usually record in chunks. So we'll do, like, six episodes in January, and then we have, like, February off, in a sense. And then we start to record again in March and build up from there. And then if we have, like, specific guests that come along that we really want to record with, we pop them in wherever we can. But uh, for the most part, it's just about, like, being really strict about the schedule and being mm-hmm. on top of making sure that that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think when we figured out that we didn't, even though we were putting out an episode every week, we didn't have to record an episode every week. 
because mm-hmm. um, that was getting yeah, in the beginning, taxing we on tried our hangovers, yeah. mostly. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, we no longer do two episodes in a row. That was a lesson we learned. Yeah, um, but we we'll tried do, that like, once. <laughs> yeah. Is but there a drink minimum week. on uh, no, the Broadway no, 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 no. There's not, but like it was early on when we, because when we first started, we just were like, let's just drink and have fun. And we didn't think about like yeah. the content coming out. We would bring one <laughs> microphone, one bottle, and we would finish the bottle. <laughs> and now we're smarter about our drinking habits, not just for our hangovers, but for the build for the stage. Yes. Um, but yeah, and I think other things, we do little fun things to kind of buy ourselves more time. Uh, I've been writing radio musicals that we run on the uh, the podcast. It's usually a four-part radio musical, and uh, I've done four of them. And what we'll do is we'll record with a bunch of Broadway actors playing all the parts, and then once I put it together, we have a whole month off because that's when the radio player is running. So little things like that have helped to kind of make it really scheduling possible. Mm. Yeah. And now we've been getting into doing some live shows, so that gives us sort of like a freebie episode, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been fun. I don't know. We just do it. You're, you're better at it. I think maybe I've missed the most episodes. I was going to say it was maybe me just because I was in Chicago for a bit when I was doing a show. But, but I was getting married, and I think I'm lost. Oh, yeah, you I did. missed a lot when I was just like, I need to go plan a wedding. You did, yeah. <laughs> that's, that is, that's a lot. That happens. Yeah. Um, so did you guys just kind of start out cold, meaning like no experience or did you have like someone that had experience or you 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 sought sought out counsel like anything like that i'll let we kimberly just, answer this because it was kimberly's idea so we'll yeah <laughs> give me the credit um it was at some point where like we all just sort of needed something to do we'd all sort of transitioned out of um auditioning a lot and getting into more like corporate not corporate but like yeah, yeah, like the other side of theater. Like Kimberly was producing more. I was focusing on my writing career. And so we needed something to do that kept us feeling like we were performing, getting that like performance bug. In. Yeah. And so I, at the time, thought of a, I don't know, I think I was like at home one day, watched a few Drunk History episodes, and I was like, we should just do this. But for musicals, like this can't be that hard. And then I had a meeting with Brian and my husband, and I was like, how do we think that this might be fun? We can do this, this, this. And then my husband was like, that's going to be too much work that you don't know how to do. And I was just getting into podcasts. My husband was on a podcast at the time that I've been running for a long time. He had studio space that he used for that show. And I just kind of like was like, well, that's maybe it's a podcast and it's for a week. And then Kevin had serendipitously, 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 mm-hmm. had uh, come back into me and Brian's friend circle. Yeah, we had all met at Surflight Theater on the Jersey Shore years and years ago. Yep. Um, and then Kevin somehow like weaseled your way back into our friend circle just as this was happening. Yeah, it and we were like, I think Kevin's the host. <laughs> what really happened, and what Kevin and Brian keep forgetting, is that we had a meeting about the video thing, and we were like, well, maybe it's a huge brand, and we'll do videos once a month and a podcast once a week. And Brian said, well, maybe just the podcast is me and Kevin. And we're like bros that talk about theater. Oh, I don't remember that. Yes. And I literally went, I think maybe for a theater audience, you should have a girl on the show. And you guys were like, oh, well, then do you want to be on it? (laughs) And I was like, as it was my idea? Yes. (laughs) I don't remember that. But yeah, I had just. Yeah, I had to weasel my way back in. I just reconnected with Brian because Brian had come to see my musical at the New York Musical Festival. Mm -hmm. And um, 
Then you I, came to see I his show that I produced. Yeah, and then I went and saw Brian's show that Kimberly was producing, and then they were having this idea. So they're like, hey, it's so great to hang out again. Do you want to do this show with us? And I was like, I don't know what a podcast is, but okay. Yeah, he had never listened to a podcast in his life, but he made us a logo, and we were off to the races. Yeah, that's what we did. Did your, your husband, how much did he help in the podcasting, like part of it because he had experience you said um, yeah and he had the in at the studio space we used when we first started mm-hmm. or we didn't even use Alex's space no we did Our first the episode. very first episode we just used like a microphone and we were like let's just test this out like with a single microphone and see if we're good at it uh-huh. um, and we none of us remember finishing that episode <laughs> I also <laughs> so highly edited <laughs> I also uh, spilled my entire whiskey on the microphone and computer oh, when we yeah. first started like the literally we're like alright let's get started we're so so excited and Brian started his <laughs> intro and I knocked my glass and it went all over the computer and the cords and Jager everything. Bomb. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then it worked and it was fun. Yeah. And, and then we started using the studio space that my husband was using at the time. Mm. And, and we, that was really helpful to start out with that we like weren't using our own equipment and like yeah. Brian started doing all the editing. Yeah. And then we were very fortunate yeah. just because Kimberly and Brian and I had been performing before and we had been all had gone to school for performance, so we had a lot of friends who had were now on Broadway. And so it was kind of easy in the beginning for us to start getting guests because we were just texting Asking our friends and being like, hey, come on our show. And so our or first- Or at the very beginning, um, we would get drunk during the episode. There was a bar downstairs from the studio space. We would go there and just tweet at people. And so our like third episode was Paige Davis because we tweeted at her about our show and she said, sure. And then she just came <laughs> and on. she so- showed up. We just, yeah, we just went for it, like balls to the wall. That, that night said. or that? No, 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 like two weeks later. <laughs> yeah, we, that like, would have DM'd been a story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just scheduled with her, but it was very, yeah, we just used a lot of our connections from having been performers ourselves mm-hmm. and just started to build out a show and it caught on really quick, which was super awesome. Mm. Cool. All right. So I got that background uh-huh. of how this all has evolved, right? I was taking some notes on my laptop. I saw it. Were you nervous about that? <laughs> no, I saw, I saw it happening. I was like, he's like, cut this part, cut this part. No, no, no. Unnecessary. No, no. <laughs> no, no. So the reason I bring it up on uh-huh. my end where I'm saying I've already fell off on purpose. I mean, I was planning the season two because I felt I couldn't do it. And even with Brian, you saying he's been on every single one. Or yeah. when you say you've missed some, how many do you think you've missed, you guys? Five, Five, six. Okay, so most. in the course of... Out of, of like, 200. Right. Exa- yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we can even, like, equate that to uh, a session at the gym. So I'm bringing this all to the fitness arena because a lot of people look at other people who practice fitness or it is part of their life, and they're like, I don't know how they do it. Or how do you show up consistently on a daily or weekly or monthly or yearly basis and make this a part of your life? And on my end, with the podcast thing, I'm saying the same thing about you guys. And it's because it's the same thing. So things I wrote down, you have a schedule. Very Mm -hmm. important. Yep. Okay. So in fitness, you should have a schedule, all right? Meaning... We should either know what days. This isn't to you guys. This is to this, <laughs> you. Make our schedule. This isn't. You know what it is. This is to, to all the listeners out there. The best shot of you showing up to something is something that you have planned out to show up to. Not just the day, but the time, the place, all of that. So you guys have been great about getting all these episodes in day in, week in, year in, and out because of the schedule. You said that. 
you were kind of innovative with this radio hour thing. You kind of created a different um, type of stimulus. I'll call it a stimulus mm -hmm. in the sense of like um, on the fitness end, maybe you're not always doing bar class or you're not always going to ballet, but you're going to mix in weights or you're going to go on that jog. And that's something that helps you not only put in the work fitness wise, or in your case, just that, um, another artistic outlet that still is, um, uh, informative, entertaining and aligns with your guys's podcast. Mm -hmm. So it helps you along the way to keep progressing, but in a different way. And then you also said it was doing the podcast was like a release or something for you, you know, something that yeah. you got to work on. Totally. And that's the same thing with fitness is that if you can kind of in, uh, learn to embrace that, that you're doing this for you, that this is something that you can firsthand see the results and see um, how much it kind of benefits you, not only physically, but the mental side and just life in general, showing up day in and day out. Not, another thing was you came up with a plan with the three of you and your husband. You started mm -hmm. talking about, okay, how can this work? What, how can we make this happen? As opposed to just, I mean, sometimes you can wing it and just go and, and, and in a sense, maybe you feel like you essentially did that a little bit. At the beginning. Right, but yeah, eventually you just have to start putting one foot in front of the other. But p there's planning involved as well with all of this. And then the last thing I just put was a support team. The mm -hmm. three of you were beneficial. All of your friends at first that you're able to text and have on as guests, mm -hmm. um, just everyone that you were able to lean on during that time allowed you to carry this all out. And in fitness, it's the same thing. For sure. So just wanted to put that out there, people, that yeah. everyone's looking at something and saying, oh, that's just not for me or it's, it's not impossible. But really, it's all about a formula. So just to put out the bullet points again, scheduling, being uh, innovative, knowing that you're going to have some type of release or doing this to better yourself, coming up with a plan of action, obviously in the beginning, and having a great support team. So y'all have been doing great with your Bill for the Stage stuff. Just talk to me a little yes. bit about it because y'all were talking about it on one of your holiday episodes. We did, our, yeah. our year in review. And I was geeking out about it. I was, <laughs> tell me, um, oh, you, you, Kimberly, you had bench one day, which isn't a lot, but you had bench press one day and you were uh -huh. saying on the episode, like, oh, I had to go with the bros and like, yeah. Do some dumbbell bench. I did stuff. Today, I was in the bro area oh, as well, oh. all by myself. Okay, tell me how that with, feels. What was it called? Strict barbell, this one. Press. Press. Yeah. <laughs> I'm demonstrating. How did, how did it go? Good. It went well. Okay, I good. walked in. It was more crowded than I thought it was going to be, and I just marched right to the front of the class, basically. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was marched right to the front. I found a bench, and I was like... Weirdly, even if I don't use the bench, I feel like I need to claim one. Okay. So that I like have a spot. Yeah, because so I was like, about to say, I think you're supposed to stand during that one, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But you need a bench. <laughs> Eventually, your, I needed a bench for something. You need to put your water on it. I had like need, put my water and my phone down, and yeah. I was like, this is my area. Got you. Everyone get out. <laughs> okay, claim your spot. Okay. And then it was good. It was good. Okay, cool. And nice. And we got up to 40 pounds. 
Yeah. Is that good? I have no idea. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> see, I think, I think that brings up a good point because for me, when I first started uh, Built for the Stage, like any other time that I tried to do a fitness program, it was usually just something I came up with myself. Mm-hmm. And I do not yeah. have the ability to really do that. So I would end up just doing cardio. Mm-hmm. And I would just, because it was like not as intimidating as going on the free weights and things like that. And for me, being a, a big guy, like I feel like when I go to the free weight section when I first started, I felt like I had to be lifting massive amounts of weight in order to show that like, like so people wouldn't be like, why is that big dude lifting like a smaller weight? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think that like Aww. looking at like what weight you're using is like, I kind of learned it's the same way with the scale. Like it doesn't matter what the scale says because whatever weight you're using, it's about like the resistance it is for you. It all It's all yeah. relative. Also like no one's paying attention to you. Exactly. Is what sure. I have learned. I, yeah, I go, yes. I go to the gym at 5.30 in the morning and no one is paying attention to anyone <laughs> yeah, else. I was there today at like 11. Like no one is paying attention to me. But like, it was crowded, you said. It was kind of crowded. It's but always no one, crowded. But no one was paying attention to you. No. Yes. At it, one point at the very end, like some guy went up to the weight rack and took his weights out and faced away from the mirror, like towards me and started doing his like yeah. biceps curls. You'll see some weird and things. And I was just yeah. like, why are you like making eye contact with me while I'm doing lunges? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was done and ha- it was time to leave that section. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, no one's paying attention to you. It also really helps to have a set thing that you're doing, like Kevin was saying. Like, I always felt uncomfortable going there because I was like, I physically don't know what I'm going to do next. And like, I just like look around and what am I going to do? But to be like, I have these five things that I'm going to do and I'm going to get this, 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 and then I'm going to do these things. Yeah, check the box. And then I can leave. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the program really helps to get that whole like one day at a time thing in your head. One day at a time. Because <laughs> you're always... Thank you for that. You're welcome. Because <laughs> like, when I first... Like any other time I've tried to do a fitness program, I've always been like work out for like one hour and then I come home and immediately get on the scale and be like, why hasn't this changed? <laughs> and like get super intense about it. But like being able to go with the program and just like, be like here's the five things that I'm going to do today and then you get to check them off and be done. And mm-hmm. it's that like good little feeling of when you have a to-do list and you checked it all off and you're like, I finished my to-do list. Yeah. yeah. So I, I love that it, little green check mark. There you go. Oh yeah. It totally helps at the end of the day. It really like, does. You did it, bro. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I did. And you scroll back and you've missed one. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Two things I wanted to comment on was yeah. that the gym was busy, but no one was paying attention to you. I'm highlighting this because people really think everyone's watching yeah. me. Everyone's judging me. Mm-hmm. Like, but at the end of the day, they're not. They're doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And also with the busyness of it, it's like kind of like riding here in New York City. It's like riding the train. It's busy. Are you not going to get on the train because it's bu- No, you're going to get on that train because you have somewhere to be, somewhere yeah. to go, something to accomplish. And it's the same thing in the gym. Yeah. And the scale thing is I always have to uh, remind clients is like, how long have you been the way you are now? Mm-hmm. And then how, like how? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, man, I've been clean eating for three weeks now. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't lost 50 pounds. I, yeah, I haven't missed a session and I've lost like two pounds. But we don't know is that the weight is shifting in different ways or that the body's fighting adaptation because it's trying to remain safe in its most natural instinctive way. But 
you might be just a few weeks from turning that corner if you just stick with it. And that's why 60% of people out, I keep hitting this on, on my social media, 60% of people in week two of the new year fall off of the resolution. Yeah. Um, for a lot of different reasons, but but that's one of them. Speaking of trains, you were sharing a train story. <laughs> um, I was from today that you're about to go into combat. Some, yeah, it some got woman super was, intense. There was yeah. just a a woman who was uh, prophesizing on the train, and it was a very busy train that was heavily delayed due to uh, a water main break. And so she, now you know what day we recorded this. <laughs> <laughs> so she was just being super intense, and all of these people on the train, like she was like calling everyone on the train witches. And then like some woman got tired of her yelling, so she said she was a witch. So she was like casting spells on her while the other woman was just screaming what back. Kind. It was I don't know. She just say she kept yelling like a hex <laughs> on your nomen, house. Nomen, and so, I know that's what I was thinking. I was like, is she wicked? Like, <laughs> but yeah, it got super intense. What if it was like the current alphabet? <laughs> just like you know what? I am. It's Hannah. It's new, definitely Hannah right now. <laughs> it's their new marketing campaign: live advertising on the train. Yeah, she yeah. was just trying to make. Yeah. Are popular, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> I was on the train this morning and had a first. We were sitting there waiting to, to depart, and the train operator gets over the speaker and says, If anyone sees a suspicious green bag, please wave your hand outside of the train door. So he says it again, about 30 seconds to a minute go by, everyone's looking at everyone, like, who's got the green yeah, bag? Yeah, yeah. And who's suspicious about it? <laughs> exactly. And then we're all, like, lo- like looking under the seat across, and then you look down, you see some people, like, looking under the seat, literally under them. And then I'm thinking, should I get off this train? Like, because right. what if it... What's in if this it, bag? If it's, like, explosives, like, if this thing blows up, I could have gotten off. Like, yeah. get, maybe you should get off the train. But it's funny how you're just so dead set on like, no, it's gonna make me late. Like, <laughs> you're like exactly you're, your New Yorker yeah. mentality kicks you're, in. You're weighing the options. You're weighing the options, and you're like, a, blow up and die. B, late for be work. late. <laughs> I'll blow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, well, all these other people are gonna blow up too. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's such a New Yorker. Well, thing. if no one else is moving, then yep. it's no big deal. Yep. See, I would have been the guy that would have leaned out the car to see if anyone was waving. Yes, me too. Mm. And also, I probably would have been the random guy that decided to bring a green tote bag that day and be like, it's not me, it's not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's this great uh, Netflix. Um, uh, stand-up bit with mm, it's an Asian guy and the reason I bring that up is because the title is like Asian destroys America he, he basically bashes America oh <laughs> in a funny the guy w- from the Daily Show yes yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes 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 in a fu- I've seen that. in a very funny way for about an hour he's just like doing all of these uh, just things like I was just saying right now about the train yeah. and one of his bits was about uh, New York City train uh behaviors from the the sit the the yeah the citizens i guess and how they fight the train when the doors closing oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh different ways to keep it open <laughs> yes he was he was talking about like this guy was so dead set on keeping that door open that he was like willing to break his arm yeah, as I've it was closing that. on him but yeah. or and, women that throw their giant purses into the door mm. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm like so terrified of it that I'll put like a hand in and then immediately go like, I'm going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, you think about it, but or then I'll like, like mm. run down, I'll think about it and then I won't. And then some guy will open it for me. And then I feel obligated to like help and get myself <laughs> in there. And I'm like, I would have been fine if I was 10 minutes late. Like yeah. it's okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I, I, we digress, right? We digress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of or not speaking of, because it has nothing to do with what we were just talking about because it was Great. such a bunny trail, but <laughs> this has been the most relaxed episode of Built for the Stage ever. Oh, just, yeah. I always I, have uh, podcasters Yeah, don't you think that this is the most relaxed? <laughs> yes. Sure. I'm in my mind wondering, are the listeners still listening right now? <laughs> we think that every time. Every time. <laughs> do you, you will never not think that. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe because it's so different, they are listening because I've tricked them into thinking like, <laughs> Wait, this can't be the episode right now. Is this, is this what it is? Um, they feel like they're listening to a behind the scenes episode. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, with Broad Wasted, though, yeah. going back to your. Hey, that's us. W- y'all's <laughs> um, podcast. What are some highlights that uh, have happened this past year, guest wise, or like, like shows you've seen, things that you have just like really loved so that you can then say, you should go watch. You should go listen to this episode. Like, if you were to pick, like a oh, you should check out this episode. Which one would it be? Ooh. I'm trying to think of one. They of- all get like mashed up in my head, so I don't really have a concept of what year any episode. I was just gonna in. say because the one that I was about I to was say, like, I'm Barrett not sure. Wilbert Weed. That That's was what I was three years say. ago. <laughs> That's what was, was it three years ago? No, it was two years ago. I think. Oh, okay, it was Brian's old office. Do we have a name search on the Broadway Podcast Network? Yes, thing? we do. We do. You can search by the the guest name on that website. There you website. go. Yeah. So you can pull one out from like two, three years we ago. We can do that, and they the, can go. That's to a the, really good story. We exactly. should tell the Barrett story. Oh, and I was gonna say my favorite episode of all time, though. Which one? Jeremy Jordan's Escape the Room episode. Oh, okay. that, you do that and I'll do the bear okay. one. This boy's getting shouted out like, yes, he well, is. like he needs it. Jeez. <laughs> I know, right? Well, he loves escape rooms. And so on our the second time he was on our show, I, as the game master of Broadwasted, right. created an escape room. Um, oh, this ties into fitness, actually. Oh, good. Perfect. I cre- <laughs> created an escape room uh, that we did on the podcast. I tried to make it like, audio. (laughs) It had to be like clues. You all had to read out loud. Um, We escaped the room, but I used two of my locks from home as like the clues and you had to find them. You need to figure out like the combo. For a long time, for how little I was going to the gym, um, I had to listen to that episode every time I wanted to open my locker. To remember because you didn't remember the code. I would yeah. forget the code and I have to like I like knew the timestamp. I was like, is that like twenty one minutes and Jeremy gets the first lock? Uh, <laughs> and and I'd I, have to go and be like, all right, thirty five. <laughs> uh, and I made those mai tais. They were so good. Kevin um, made a giant picture of mai tais. I just showed up with a jug of mai tais. That's the thing to carry on the subway when you get on. You're just holding a giant. It's amazing. Yes. Uh, when Barrett Wilbert Weed came on the show, we were drinking a, a new product that had been sent to us by our uh, alcohol sponsor that was called Man Can. Hmm. And it was uh, wine in a can that was being marketed toward men. Mm-hmm. And so like the picture on the can was like a, like a man hunting with a dog. And it was like, but it was like rosé in a can, but Sparkling like manly rosé. And so we assumed if they're marketing it like that. No, no, no. Okay. You Brian assumed. and I assumed that if they were marketing it like that, that it was the same alcohol content of one beer. They thought it's a can. So it's like drinking a so can So it's like of a beer. beer. And in so, my... Correct mind. Right. I looked at it and went, "All right, how many glasses of wine do I think fit in a can? Probably two. So Let's we be didn't safe. think about that. So Brian had four, and I had three in like the span of like an hour. 
Yeah. And when we finally looked at the can to see, because we're like, we're really drunk. What is happening? <laughs> we realized that each can was half a bottle of wine. Mm. Yes. And so I drank a bottle, a yeah, bottle and glasses. a half in an hour. And Barrett also didn't notice that she had two. Yeah, so like I had we had were, two. We were all just sloppy. <laughs> so that's one of those episodes where it's like we're having a blast, but like 45 minutes in, it's just like, oh, they sloppy. Like it's man, just got, man can. Man can. I wonder if, are they still I going think strong? Still I think thing. so. They haven't sent us anything since. Right. But they, oh yeah, they did. They haven't because we drank like all of them in one episode. <laughs> they sent us like 12 and we were like, that seems like enough for right now. Speaking of moderation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that. Oh, that, and then I think we did then go eat a lot. We did. We went that to, used to happen a lot. We went to a restaurant after. All right. Cool. So now that you're doing Bill for the stage, yeah. Are you guys like um, fitness nuns, or are you still living your life? Still living my life. Yeah. Right? Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would I would say that like there's been like modifications to living my life. Yeah. yeah. I wake up a lot earlier. Okay. I I don't do takeout as much and or anything oh, like that. True. Like I'm very I, I feel like I'm strict about like what I'm actually eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like the actual activities I'm doing, I've found a way to like have just as much fun without ordering the like fried food or like without like having a lot of drinks with mixers and things like that. Like mm-hmm. I've modified how things are, but like I still am having just as much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm definitely more conscious of it. I mean, even before we started built for the stage beat. I'll have agreements that we eat dinner before we record or we just don't drink that much or like mm-hmm. because too many times I go home and would get Wendy's on the way home because I'd had three cocktails on no dinner. Yeah. yeah. And then I was just like, well, Wendy's is on the walk. So yeah. there so, I yeah. am. Planning. So just planning ahead. And you had support, people that were like in yeah, it Yeah, in it we're all you. in it together. In, the hardest thing to do is to be riding with a gang of people that are like the total opposite of what you're trying to do, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. it, it happens sometimes, but as much as you can, having a support team is is always great. And I don't even want to say, let me take that back. I don't even want yeah. to say support team because it truly is just, it's a lifestyle and it's also like a cultural thing in a sense of like American culture currently tells you what you should think is normal but it necessarily isn't normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like portion sizes. Healthy. And right. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Portion yeah. sizes or like, oh, every time I, fears. yeah, every mm-hmm. time I eat, it should be a reward. It's not because I should just be thinking, oh, I, I'm hungry. I need to fuel my body. Yeah, I had a bad day. I deserve a donut. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's something that and, and you know, it doesn't count if it's calories if it's like somebody brought it into the office. Yeah. Like that's been a bit like during the holiday God. season. That was like a big thing where like every day somebody's brought in a cake they made or this client sent cake. us this or all this stuff like that. And it was just being able to be like, that's not a part of what I plan to eat today. Yeah. And Bill for the Stage has been teaching me to cook. Yeah. Because I didn't really know very much about cooking. I've sent Kevin some recipes because I love to cook. So Kimberly's been helping me learn to cook. and um, He learned that seasoning does not add calories. That was like the big, (laughs) that changed my life. Because I was like, she was like, well, you could put some like cinnamon or some like all these things. And I was like, I know, but I'm trying to keep my calorie count down. And she was like, yeah, spices don't add calories to food. And I was like, what? I was like, please add cinnamon to your oatmeal. Like it will change it. my, My pilgrim oatmeal. Yeah. Kevin calls it pilgrim oatmeal when he makes it on the stove. Because it seems, oh. I feel like a pilgrim. I always make my, I make mine in the microwave. All right, so if you're still listening out there, folks, here's some like tricks of the trade for you. Yeah. Okay? So in the morning, if you if you like oatmeal and you want to keep it healthy, though, mm-hmm. 
Oatmeal is already a carb, all right? So don't fall into the Chipotle trick where you get beans and rice because you just double carbed it up, all right? So with the oatmeal, you want to have maybe like, it depends on your uh body weight, age, uh, we can get into that another time. F free trial, DM me, all that stuff. <laughs> but the measurement of the oatmeal should be relative to the fruit that I'm going to tell you to add. Put some fruit in your oatmeal, okay? Those are both carbs, so you have to keep in mind of the portion size of each of those. Then, if you're a peanut butter fan, which I am, mm -hmm. that's going to be your healthy fat, depending on what kind of peanut butter it is. But hey, let's just say it's good. Put the peanut butter in there, a true tablespoon or whatever, once again, DM me. Now you have your fat in there. So we got carbon fat, okay? And it tastes good. Come on, peanut yeah. butter, yeah. blueberries, maybe some raspberries with the oatmeal. Yeah. And boom. I put mine in uh, water in the bowl and just one minute in the microwave. And it, to me, it's the same as, as putting it on the stove. Yeah, my husband will just pour a kettle of hot water on top of it and like put a dish on top. And then <laughs> I'm just like, I want to make it on the stove. And then I'll sometimes add egg whites and cinnamon. Yes, the egg whites too. It gets Boom. so fluffy, it's like a cake. Yes, yes. I used to um, do like, mm, yeah, uh, like cake or sometimes pancakes, that type of deal yeah. with protein powder, protein oh. mix. I've tried that and I have had Kevin, little success, but if you have the, better recipes than what I've used. Y'all, we should do a breakfast podcast <gasps> yes. and we'll do- I'm bad at breakfast. Protein I will pancakes. say that out loud. That okay. sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm all about that because I eat the same thing for breakfast almost every day. What is your everyday breakfast? I eat uh, oatmeal with peanut butter as my healthy fat. Okay, you do it. Nice. And then I do uh, egg whites with ground turkey and a vegetable. And it tastes good, right? Yeah. I'm, it's like part of my routine. I go to the gym, I come home, I make my protein shake after the gym, and then while I'm drinking that, I make my breakfast, and then I shower and get ready for work. There you go. Beautiful. Yeah. I just have a protein shake. <laughs> it's okay. Blueberries and peanut butter and kale. I'm a little bigger than you, so I have to eat a little more. <laughs> well, I also just have never been hungry. Like, I'm not a morning hunger, a morning person. hunger yeah. person, especially when I'm getting up that early. Like, mm -hmm. on the weekends, sure, I'll have breakfast foods, but for lunch. <laughs> Everyone's different. Calories in and out are essentially... I'll put an asterisk there, all the same. Uh, you know, some people are like, oh, I, I do intermittent fasting or, oh, I do uh, three days on heavy carb and then the rest of my week, no, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But really when it comes down to it, it's about calories in, calories out. So for you guys, you know, with your schedule or your bodily preference of like, oh, I just don't like eating that, that early, it's all good. It's just a matter of coming up with a plan that um, works and is is correct yeah. in how you uh, spread that all out. Um, last time I was in the studio, one of my intros, oh, it's actually for either Tommy's or Destiny's that you'll be doing. Uh -huh. um, and I talk about, hey, if you're supposed to have 2,000 calories a day and you do that for five days, uh, then you nailed it, you know? Like, good job too, you had 10,000 calories. But then instead of having 2,000, 2,000 on Saturday and Sunday, you're like, oh, let's let it loose. And you have, let's say 5,000, you've just done five days worth of eating in two days and you had no idea. Oh, wow. Cause the math on that is now you just had 20,000 calories worth of food instead of the prescribed 14,000. But I say all this not to be like, what is this guy talking about? Is to you have to realize and take into account what you're putting into your body. You know, you mm -hmm. have to think about what you're doing. Like, oh, this won't hurt. 
And then the next day, you say the same thing. Oh, this won't hurt. Seven, this won't hurt over the week. And then 31, this won't hurt over the month. You uh-huh. know, it adds up. Yeah. You know, it adds up. Um, but all right, let's get off the fitness thing just for uh, a second longer. So it's 2020 now, guys. It right? is. Yeah. We have um, Broadway Con coming up with Broadway Podcast Network, all of our um, uh, podcasts that are in the family. Uh, after that, will soon be uh, spring and summer. Summer that always brings the Tonys. Um, what are you looking forward to that's out right now or is slated to be coming out that you think is going to like dominate this year? Oh, I know. I'm very excited for Sing Street just because I'm obsessed with the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had a chance to see it downtown yet. I keep entering the lottery. Mm-hmm. But... I'm excited to see how it is adapted for the stage. Okay. That's a good one. Um, I am obsessed with Carolina Change. I think it's an incredibly well-written and well-performed show. And I am so excited to see that revival. I think that one is going to kind of eat up a lot of the awards in the revival season. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I'm super duper excited about for like the spring coming up, I think. And six, obviously. Oh my God. Six is so good. I saw it in Boston. Not... Not um, is it not hit me? What's it called? Um, I want to say hit me, baby, one more. What's the actual <laughs> title of it? The Britney Spears hit musical. Me, baby, once upon a time. Yes. Oh, hit yeah. me, baby. Wait, when is that happening? Upon, it might. I, I think that's coming in this fall of next year. I don't know if it's happening. And it's spring, almost is famous it? this year or next fall. It is. Got it. I want to talk about the title though. Can we just talk? Hit about me, what? baby, once upon a time. Is that yes. what it is? It's the story idea is kind of brilliant. Isn't it similar well, because, to like, Bliss Lucky's right now the, as well? I've heard some wait, rumor Bliss? that. Oh, you don't know Bliss? No. So Bliss is uh, going out of town to Seattle, <gasps> what is and that? it and it has this like uh, twist on like uh, these princesses and how they're all different and how this one prince loves them all. I'm thinking I'm oh, giving he it loves up. them all. I think <laughs> I'm, am I giving the right uh, synopsis right now? Who's no for, for Bliss? Bliss. Who wrote it? That I don't know. Okay, I'll That's look it exciting. up. I love this like fairy tale resurgence. Yes, yeah, because yeah. uh, I mean, Hibby Baby Once Upon a time, time is is what like all into the, the woods, but Britney Spears. Kind of, yeah. That's like it's oh. like all the princesses are in a book club, mm. and a, a evil witch or a fairy like drops into their book club the feminine mystique. Okay, and then they all read it and realize that they've just been waiting for a man to fix their lives, and it like teaches oh. them to like woman power and there stuff like go. that. I just want. Like, At least that was like the idea when they first pitched it. I don't know like how much they've changed. The song but. "Lucky" has been dying to be a Broadway show tune <laughs> since its inception, and the music video has and it I been dying to, or have for, you like, been dying for there it? There better be like a castle moment where she's on a balcony singing "Lucky" all by herself. I just Haley Pachuna has to be in that show. <gasps> she does. She really does. There's she a co- there's Britney a fan. There's a cold lead in for each episode, and I think your statement of "Lucky" was made to be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely be the We are all thinking it. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm, in, I'm into it. Yeah, well, I think you're singing Toxic from all the princes. Oh, who will be singing Toxic from all the uh, Oh, princes? Snow White. Poisoned Apple. Oh. Uh, oh. Did you just come up with that? Yeah. That was, that was, that quick. was really that quick. That was really good. <laughs> I know my fairy tales. This is the game master over here. Yeah. She's or like Maleficent sings it. Oh, because oh, she, she was the, one. Like, the producer yeah. of it. Yeah. Is there poison in anyone else's story? No. I think she's got... Kissing and then being poisoned. So that would totally be Snow White, right? Yeah. Or Sleeping Beauty. Oh, 
Because she, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, well. Or the frog prince, if they decide to include that. It's a toxic frog. <laughs> Next year, we'll have these guys back on the show for a second <laughs> edition. And we'll, we'll then talk about what actually did happen on... Once upon a once, what's it called again? Once upon a one more. Wait, hit me, baby. Hit me. Once upon a time. Uh, once upon a one more time. Yeah, once, once upon, upon a one, one more time. time. They got to They got to workshop that. But yeah, they got to figure that out. They got to They got to That's a no go. We're all just gonna call it Britney. <laughs> <laughs> Brit, Brit, the musical. Yeah. Totally. Well, guys, that's it for today. Oh, thank you. That's it. I appreciate you guys being on the the episode. Thank you, sir. Um, lots of laughs. We had a good time. The so infectious laughter um, from your Broadwaisted episodes is always great. Always <laughs> makes all me, Kevin. <laughs> it makes me smile. So I'm glad to have uh, put some of that on uh, Bill for the Stage podcast. Yay. So sure. thanks again, Kimberly. Thanks again, Mr. Kevin. Appreciate You're it. Um, if you like these guys, <clears throat> excuse me. If you like these guys and you like what you've heard, make sure once again you go to at Broadwaisted on Instagram mm-hmm. or go to. <clears throat> built for the stage. Jeez, oh man. Go to, uh, not built for the stage. Go, we'll go there. But then go to uh, BroadwayPodcastNetwork.com uh, and uh, check them out there. Is yours bpn.fm backslash Broadway? Broadway there, yep. there, yep. there you go. So you can find them a gazillion ways. They're there. All right. They're there. So uh, make sure you follow them along. And once again, go to the website builtforthestage.com. If you haven't tried a free trial yet, I uh, would love to help you guys out with your endeavors with fitness and theater. Uh, Until next time, it's me, Roscoe, signing off. Don't forget about Broadway Podcast Network. Go to the website, broadwaypodcastnetwork.com. Go to the Instagram, Broadway Podcast Network. There's uh, tons of good content on our network, like Josh Swallow's Broadway, or Ensemblist, or Equity One, or the Theater Podcast. There's like 90 of them. Just go see which one you like the best after you listen to mine and uh yeah you got you guys have yourself a good day it's me roscoe signing off hey it's leslie odom jr here on the broadway podcast network to tell you about the rise theater directory a program of maestro music rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds if you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.